you know, th those of us that are going to be there, you know, Thursday night, we might have a, just a shit ton of T-bones, t too, too. Because to cook a T-bone is nothing, right? But and we, yeah, we can... a hot grill. That's all you yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think time that... Well, we, we butcher a couple cows a year, and I think the last... We got like 20-something T-bones out of it. My God. You know, I mean, that... I mean, it, it doesn't cost me really anything because these are just extra, extra steers that I, I couldn't take to market. You're listening to a 4x4, 4x4 Radio Network Podcast. Are you ready? It's the Jeep Talk Show with Wendy. There will be body damage. Jeep Mama. Are you sure? Josh. Yeah, I don't think so. And Tony. I think that's a huge deal. So sit back, strap in, and brace yourself. So you may be asking yourself, where is Wendy, Josh, uh, Tammy? Well, that's uh, that's the regular shows. Uh, I guess this could be considered a regular show. We do it regularly every week. Uh, but uh, this is the roundtable episode where we uh, we invite the uh, Zoom people in uh, in our Zoom meeting, and we ask a few questions, and we get a few answers, and we have a lot of fun in the process. So uh, that's what we're doing tonight is a roundtable episode. This is episode 582, which, you know, we just kind of stopped announcing episodes. Uh, I guess when you have so many of them, it, it doesn't matter so much. So uh, <laughs> I'll, first off, let me mention to you that uh, if you are if you've signed up for our newsletter, but week after week you don't get it, or occasionally you, you get uh, get the roundtable, uh, I mean the newsletter uh, that talks about the roundtable and gives you the links and stuff to, about how to get into it. Uh, but sometimes you don't. We've found that there is a problem with Yahoo Mail. It seems that Yahoo will accept a certain number of emails from uh, from us and, and deliver them, but then stops because people complain or it, it flags something on their system. So uh, if you are a, uh, a newsletter, uh, if you've signed up for the newsletter and you're not receiving your newsletters or you're getting sporadically and you have a Yahoo email address, that could be the issue. Uh, contact Yahoo and let them know that you're not getting your Jeep Talk Show newsletter. And, of course, they'll say, who? And uh, just tell them, you know, hey, I'm not getting this newsletter. I want to get it, damn it. If, uh, if I don't get it, I'm going to switch over to Gmail so I can get these things regularly. And as I've mentioned in the past, if, you, uh, if you're not getting the, uh, the information in the newsletter, uh, the how to get onto the Zoom meeting, just go over to our Discord server, uh, which you can just go to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact, scroll on down, see the Discord invite, and ask our, our <laughs> the people that are in the Discord uh, server and uh, check them out in the, the general channel, and uh, you can get the information on how to join the Zoom room there. Hey, are you new to the roundtable, perhaps new to the Jeep Talk Show? Well, welcome. The roundtable uh, is listeners like you that connect with us on Tuesday night at 8, 8 p.m. Central Time. You don't have to be invited. You just need a Zoom meeting link and password. Everyone is invited because everyone has an opinion or something to share. To get the meeting invite, uh, inf to get the meeting invite information, subscribe to our newsletter at jeeptalkshow.com slash contact. We now join the meeting, which is already in progress. Please keep in mind that what you're about to hear is completely unrehearsed. The opinions may be strong and may or may not reflect the opinion of the Jeep Talk Show. Welcome, Zoom people, or Knights of the Zoom Roundtable. Hi. Hey, de ho. Hey. I'm, so, I'm not called that. So I'm going to remind everybody... <laughs> 
If it's your first time to speak tonight on answering one of these questions or maybe asking one, uh, please make sure you uh, say your name and uh, uh, the roundabout location that you are at. It's always good to associate a, a name and a location with a, a voice. So that's what, we're, what we do that for. So uh, if, if I haven't already done it, I don't think I have. I'm Tony. I'm part of the, uh, the Jeep Talk Show Zoom meeting roundtable. I, I, I guess I'm the, the primary one because I start the, uh, the meeting. Um, of course, uh, you guys uh, usually get in here early and start chatting about things. I think uh, uh, Chuck is uh, here tonight. He was talking about uh, fist fights and uh, we're, while wearing thongs earlier. Finally, you so I, yes. I don't. I don't know who that guy is. This is Chuck from Indonesia, <laughs> and uh, no, I don't. I don't believe in fist fighting. Mario so. from Italy. Marty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chuck from Kansas. You might have seen me on Instagram and Snapchat and Unfortunately, Facebook page yes. and all these. <laughs> All these, not wearing a thong, though. I haven't done that yet. Though I have found that the less clothes I wear, the more likes I get. So we will see how that progresses. Is that mostly for John, though? Probably. Yeah, I think there's a bromance thing going on. I don't know. I mean, I sure like him. He needs to talk more the way I see it. (laughs) Is he even here tonight? I don't see him. He's here. He's here. He's getting another show to pop. right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's a damn hummingbird in my garage, like flapping into the. Uh, <laughs> I've never seen one like that before. He ran like a little girl. <laughs> hey, oh God, he's, I in, was, he's I in, thought it was a freaking you know, He's in Texas. I think saw the talk of the thong. He's kind of in shock right now. It's a hummingbird. <laughs> he's in I mean, Texas. That could have been a killer hornet, as far as he yeah. knew. It actually, it is a I don't know. It's, I don't know what the fuck it is, but it's about that damn big. So it's the size of the top of a beer can, and you're afraid of it. <laughs> <laughs> when, c- when cigars <laughs> go bad continue. tonight on Fox. Yeah. Continue. Continue. But you've got new plastic uh, or metal, uh, um, metal. fender insurance. <laughs> fender insurance. I got a whole pile of plastic sitting over here on this side of the garage that used to be. I am so proud of you, man. <laughs> like, I really am. And it looks really good. I, you're, I, I do have to say, if with all the shit talk that we all give to you, uh, mostly, uh, your Jeep does look very good, John. Oh, John, it's, it's John is such an easy target. I've tried uh, uh, really, really hard not to give him a hard time about stuff. Hey, uh, speaking I mean, he's of- afraid of a hummingbird. <laughs> It's the bad cigars that caused it. He's breaking out the uh, Elon Musk flamethrower as we speak. Oh, that's not a hummingbird. That would be horrible to see a hummingbird, a beautiful little hummingbird, just hitting the ground in flames. He's now sending it to Instagram. Look at the wildlife that I've seen. I put it on Discord. I don't think it's a hummingbird. I think it's a moth. But it's, massive. it's called a moth, John. How the hell do you that, confuse a moth with a hummingbird? You're afraid of a moth? Huge. That's even worse. John, it's that's like a <laughs> Freaking moth. All right. Well, let me uh, let me ask the first question here and, and uh, you know, jump in there. I, I fully expect to hear a lot about this from Chuck. So on your Jeep, do you have tire fill assist? What? <laughs> 
Are you talking like fix a flat? Like what's, what's the newest year model Jeep? What's the newest year model Jeep that you have, Chuck? 81. I got an 81 Scrambler. That's the newest one I got. So tire fill assist. So, but I've got an air. I've got an air compressor. Is that the same thing? Oh no! Uh, you you have I, to I have you, you have to have you have to have an air compressor for this. The tire fill assist on your Jeep is the horn will beep whenever it reaches <laughs> the right psi in your tire. There's no horn on my Jeeps. <laughs> <laughs> oh hey, it's uh, Dalton and DFW. I do have that on my 21 KL. Very good. Have you have you used it? And uh, tell tell people what that is. The tire fill assist. So what it is is basically you fill your tires up and it blares a horn right in your freaking ear. It's kind of annoying. <laughs> not gonna lie. <laughs> um, I have not used like it. My wife's used. Uh, uh, you know, I'm been, I've I haven't used it personally. I know my wife's done it, and she's come in pretty pissed off. So do you have to turn it on or? Is I, it's automatic. I've yet to find a way to turn it off. Believe me, I, I'm I'm still looking. Oh, that's interesting because I, I, I went out to the uh, the Jeep Talk Show Texas event last September. There's people that are going, "Oh God, there's going to be more references that I don't I don't get because I didn't go." No, no, no. I just went out there and I was thinking, uh, "Okay, this is cool. I'm going to air up, and it, the horns are going to honk at me. Uh, the horns going to honk at me as I get to the PSI that I've got the the Jeep set at." So, uh, but it didn't work and I wasn't sure why it didn't work. And recently I looked it up and by default it's turned off, at least on the 2021 uh, Gladiator, uh, it, it is off. And if you go to the app, um, the apps uh, screen on the, uh, the infotainment center, uh, you'll see that it's like grayed out or, or not quite as colorful as the rest of them. You have to go over to the, the, the security privacy thing. Uh, setting and actually enable it. I think they do that where um, that you so that it, the horn's not beeping at you as the tire pressure changes. Because uh, you know when you're out driving, the tires heat up, and so the tire pressure will go up and down. And uh, so <laughs> I guess it could get you in a road raging uh, situation, a, a, a thong so, fist fight with Chuck or something if uh, you were honking <laughs> ran, randomly at people. So I just thought it was really cool uh, that uh, that it, this feature is there. I, I kind of want kind of think about the thing, the horn blaring in your ears as being an issue. So, uh, but but I'm really looking forward to trying it. Well, now that I know about it, I'm going to sneak into my buddy's jeeps and turn it on without them knowing. Well, it it cycles uh, as soon as you start the jeep. It turns it the uh, it it sets it as being off again. I think <sighs> so. It doesn't randomly honk at you. I'm really surprised to hear that. Uh, Would you say that was the uh, the WK that uh, it's on all the time? The KL, my Jeep Cherokee KL. 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 I'll have to check. I got a 19 Steve from Chicago. I got a 19 JLU. I I never knew it was there, so I'm going to go play around with it and see if it's it's on mine. Yep, and uh, you have a uh, you have some way of changing the maximum and, and lower tire pressure uh, outside of the factory settings, uh, don't you, Steve? Yeah, I've got the um, J scan. Yep. Okay, so I think that I don't know if this works or not, and I don't have a uh, compressor uh, easily used anyway to test it. But I th I'm wondering if you can't use it for uh, airing down as well. It seems to be uh, you in that uh, whenever you get the app working and you go over there, you'll see a picture of your Jeep and the uh, each one of the tires, and you can set the tire pressure. 
so you can set it uh you can you can also set it down so i bet you it works on both airing up and airing down but everything i've read says tire fill assist is uh you know well it just says it right there in the name tire fill assist not unfill to me there's always a delay in the um between the tpms and the computer i've noticed yeah well so i don't know if you don't trust that on air down yeah i don't either i'd be too concerned that you know, I'm going 14, and I'm at 12 before it beeps at me. Well, I mean, you can you can sit there. I mean, if you have the little uh, air down uh, screw-ons, you can sit there and, and yak with somebody waiting for the horns to beep, and you get four horn yeah. beeps, and then you should be all set. You can uh, go look at the screen and then untwist and go. Uh, it, it Really, just talking about this stuff, and, and believe me, I, the first vehicle I ever had was a 1973 vehicle. So believe me, I understand what fancy is because all this stuff that these Jeeps do these days is just insane. It's phenomenal. It's spectacular. That's also an option if you have the uh, jail taser that you can turn on or off in the uh, systems as well. So if you don't have that as a normal option, you can do it through that as well. I'm wondering if it's on the 8.1. You got the 8.1, right, Tony? Yeah. Set up. See, I don't have that. I got the what's the next size down? The seven, the seven inch. Yeah, that's what I have. I don't have the inclamp pitch and roll on my my radio head unit. It's on my dash, but I don't have right. it on the uh, off road screens on the radio. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Is that part of the off road tool suite, or is it somewhere else in the different menu? It's part of the eight point one. The pitch and roll off road pages is part of the eight point one system. No, no, I meant like the the air. The air up warning thing. Is it part of the off-road apps that comes with it, or is it just a basic function? Maybe um, it's not. I heard it's on a Grand Cherokee. That doesn't have the off-road pages, does it? Unless it's a Trailhawk, I think. No, my my Grand Cherokee Limited has off-road pages. Oh, okay. So it's universal. Mm-hmm. So the, the thing I'm talking about, the tire fill assist, is not on the off-road pages. It's under apps. So you go to apps, and then there's a um, – it's like on page two, I believe, uh, of the apps. And then you go to tire fill assist, and it's kind of like grayed out or something, which means this is not enabled. Uh, and then you go to uh, – just pulling up here. I took some pictures. You go to uh, settings, safety, and driving assistance, and then you'll see, on at least on the, uh, the 21 uh, Gladiator, uh, hill start assist and tire fill assist. And it will the tire fill assist will be unchecked. So you check it, and then you go back to that uh, apps page uh, for tire fill assist. You'll see that it is now enabled, and then you can uh, go over to um, well, you click on that, and then it'll pull up the the screen of your Jeep and show you the pressure settings. And it only shows you um, it doesn't give you the pressure settings for uh, all four tires. It it gives you front and back. And then uh, I have mine set using the taser to 35 psi uh, is the uh, the max pressure. And do you uh, have more tires in front and back? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> well, whenever you're setting uh, setting up yeah, the tire right pressures, six. you you set individual tires, I believe. So you can set all four all right. of them. But in the tire fill right. assist, it only gives you the front tires and the rear tires as a pair. I I might have a jaded view about all this oh, no. but this equates Please. to the pussy i mean this equates to the pussification of america i mean are, really you can't check your damn tire pressure you have to have your car beep at you hey hey, hey chuck do you have power steering and which no. one <laughs> in any of, any of them 
Any of them. <laughs> There's some it. things that are okay. <laughs> I suppose well, next yeah. thing we're going to hear is Chuck's got disc brakes, too. Yeah, exactly. Ah, shiza. <laughs> Pulling shiza. I, I, uh, no, because when you, when you bend over all the time. Slower, slower. Lower. <laughs> lower down to check the air pressure. John, <laughs> hold on, John. Let me close my eyes, buddy. Let me push Okay, John there. I mean, but uh, what tire is it? Is it the one you always put up on the rock when you take a picture? Or is it the one that's really low in the hole while you're taking a picture? There's not another way to take a picture, right? At least I don't have one. But, no, my point was, if you're a fat boy like me, kneeling down to check your tire pressure and constantly do that would probably be annoying. So setting those and just waiting for that hawk sounds kind of nice. I mean, not that I have it. I have it. So you're saying it's more of a public service. I, I agree. <laughs> so, wait, wait, but you have 37s. You shouldn't have to bend over. You have 37s. Yeah. It depends on where that valve is. You got a fancy trailer and you just walk up to the trailer reading, and you don't have to bend. Reading the Jeep forms on this, it looks like something that rolled out in 21. I posted a YouTube video in the chat on how to do it. Yeah, there, so may my, a, there may be a software update for the JL owners and stuff, though. Could be. But you, we, did, we need Chuck's 3G to do it, though. Yeah, I mean, so I, they, I did. I, I, I did some checking. Uh, I did a little searching, and I could not find a, a range and years of the various models, Jeep models that uh, have this. I think I wound up on a Honda page. So this isn't just uh, a Jeep-related uh, item. Uh, I know that's not news to some people, but all I have is Jeeps, and all I've had is Jeeps for the last 25 years. So uh, awesome. I, I'm, I'm kind of like Chuck in that way for, that I have a, uh, a love of Jeeps, yeah, just a different uh, era than uh, what uh, Chuck has. Uh, but uh, I, I I think it's really cool, and if you, I mean, obviously, you, you get a tire pressure gauge. You should have a tire pressure gauge uh, with your, your vehicle, every vehicle that you have, so that you can make sure Multiples. that you can check those things. Yeah, so you can check those things when you need to um, and, uh, and set them appropriately. But uh, I, if it's something that I paid for, it's not the reason why I bought the Gladiator, but if it's something I paid for and it would be cool <laughs> to use it, you know, whenever it, Absolutely. it's a, you know, hell, why not? But, but I got, and and so what I, I was doing before, for, I got the tire pressure gauge. Believe me, I was going off-road without a tire pressure gauge, which is just duh. But I, I, I found myself in that situation, and I was running back and forth uh, to the driver's uh, door so I could look and see what the tire pressure was on the tires before I left to go home. So uh, but, having a honk at me is going to be infinitely more preferable than running back and forth. So my, my question for everybody that has this, which I, all joking aside, I actually think it's pretty cool. Do you still have a tire gauge or do you trust that dang old computer? Tire gauge. Tire gauge. So you're still bending over with your fat body. No. Speak for yourself. It's not, I don't think that the uh, one or two PSI that it's going to be uh, perhaps different. Not that big of a deal. Is a big a de- is that big of a, de- a deal? I mean, if uh, if, if you're airing up and you know you're 35, 36, uh, 37 psi. I mean, yeah, it'd be nice to have the front tires be the same, uh, be equal. But you know, in the in the big scheme of things, just not having it uh, rub the side and get, cause a blowout is the the thing you're shooting for. Right. Yep. Got it. So, does anybody else have any uh, tire fill assistance uh, experience on your Jeep? 
I, d- I didn't think so. I thought it was a pretty rare thing, and maybe that's right, Steve. Maybe it is a 2021 thing. I thought I had seen some stuff about 2020, uh, but uh, maybe not. I just posted in Discord the forum I read on it real quick, and obviously that was just a quick five-second five search on Google, so it could be, but I've not. I've played around with that. You connect apps pretty, pretty extensively on mine. I don't recall seeing it all. I mean, I'll go verify later, but I don't think it is there. Yeah, it's under apps. At least that's where it is on uh, on my screen. And I'll be talking more about this on uh, the the next episode of the the Jeep Talk Show, Friday's episode. All right. Well, let's see. Uh, I was curious, and I thought we'd have some fun with tire fill assist, and especially if Chuck was here, because that's you know that's new. That's new stuff that we don't need. And and I agree, it's not that big a deal. Like it's as new as power steering. I mean, that's pretty finagled crap. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I first started driving that uh, 73, which, of course, there was power steering in 73. But uh, I uh, I got that car, and I was driving it around, no power steering, uh, uh, manual transmission, no power steering, and uh, uh, no air conditioning either. So, uh, But I remember I drove that, uh, I think I drove that, uh, that car 1,000 miles a week just around town. I was just so amazed at being able to go all these faraway places which was probably no further than five or seven miles away from home and my 40 cents uh 70 i think no it may may have been 46 cents at the time uh but anyway i my my chest muscles were so tight and sore from steering that car you know because when you're going slow it's harder to steer people have no idea how that works i remember when I bought an entire Jeep for the power steering hookups so I can put it on my first Jeep that I had because I, I was wheeling for years with the 74 CJ five, which has manual brakes, um, you know, like uh, spring spring assist for the clutch. There was no hydraulic clutch and manual steering. And my, I remember when my dad said, just go and buy a wrecked CJ an old, you know, an older or a newer one, a, a late seventies one. And then you can take all the power steering brackets and everything off of it. And the Saginaw box. And we, I changed it and I actually went out and started bending tie rods and drag links because I was so used to being able to feel the rock with the power with, with, with manual steering that as I would go up, <clears throat> you, you always had to go forward or backwards. Right. And then you can actually turn the tire, but with power steering, I could just turn the steering wheel it turned the Saginaw box and then it bend all the shit underneath it. But I, I, I had to drive a couple trails with bent high rods and drag links and all of that because I completely didn't understand. You know, I mean, I, I was learning. Yep. Man, <clears throat> Power steering was a fun thing. That's amazing. Yeah. It, it, I, I would never go back. I mean, I've got a plethora of Jeeps with manual stuff, but I don't take them rock crawling. Of course, they're just, they're just fun Jeeps, but, uh, I would never go rock crawling again or trail riding again with a with a manual steering Jeep. That's just nuts. Yeah. <laughs> that's 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 manly stuff there. Good lord, that would be yeah. really and I don't really want to do that. No, who wants to be manly? No, not this, not <laughs> not in, in the twenty first century. No. So so let's jump over to this one, and uh, this is a question that uh, John sent in. So uh, Chuck, you might want to tap out. Have you ever removed okay. a modification from your Jeep, and if so, why? <laughs> uh, 
I'll start us. I'll start us off on that one then. So I uh, I actually put the Evo rear bumper delete kit on mine initially, uh, and that's what I had at the Texas event. If you saw it out there, and it was just basically like a fascia that connected between the two frame horns and then recovery points that went into it. Went in, and it did what it was as advertised, but it always made me nervous coming off of ledges because the tub was completely unprotected. It was just no bumper at all. And so I ditched that and went to the, uh, went to that moto built frame shop in the rear, uh, for that, for that reason. I just, I thought it was interesting because, you know, you kind of research and you plan out and you think you want this mod, you think you want this thing. And, and then afterwards you're like, damn, <laughs> I guess I really don't, I got to pull it off. And you know, how committed are you if you spent 300 bucks or 400 bucks or whatever it was, um, buying it to put it on. So what was it that you didn't like it? This, there wasn't enough protection. Yeah, it was nothing at all, right? It was literally just a, a kind of a thing to kind of clean up the back end between the two frame horns. And if you look at, like, there's a lot of people that run them. Uh, the Way of Life guy on YouTube, he runs the delete kits on the back and everything. So kind of saw that and I was like, oh yeah, well he runs it. He goes a lot of hard rocks and all that kind of stuff. So it's got to be okay. But it just made me so nervous because your entire rear tub is just hanging out there completely unprotected when you come off of anything. That didn't sound and, good uh, at all. And, but I mean, you had awesome the departure angle right because there's no bumper at all going from the factory to that um but i uh that's why I, I got that rear bumper so that was a case of kind of doing a mod and then and then taking it off um so the other uh other one i did i went through um a couple of the the, the phone holders and other kind of connectors things inside um a couple different iterations of that rugged ridge and a few others that just never worked very well so before i end up getting to the vector e-doc so, um, it was kind of trial and error on that, but how long, how long do you stick with the mod you made because you spent money on it before you throw in the towel and realize it was a mistake, right? That's how much you told the wife you paid it for it. Right. The it, first time it doesn't work. You, you uh, complain about why it's going to damage the vehicle and hope your wife goes, well, is there something else you could put on there that would protect it? And you go, well... I'll have to check that out. So I'll get back with you and let you know. Of course, you got every, you got the order. You just got it. You know, you're just ready to click yes. Um, so, John, did you do any research other than YouTube? They're not uh, sending us the white stuff anymore. They're sending us this ugly. It looks really gross. Yeah, I um, say all the meat's discolored, doesn't it? Yeah. Yep. Yes, Jake is uh, Jake Isaac. Isaac. Finally, uh, the mute button. Yeah, it should. Yeah, I don't care for that. It, it <laughs> makes it all look bad. Can, can you, can go. someone else mute him? There we go. No. Uh, so, uh, I, I did, and I was really, the problem was my research was all around departure angle and all the improvements it made for that. I still wanted to have tow hooks, so I, I got the, the frame horn inserts to still have that. So, I was really concerned about departure angle. That was all I was really looking at. So kind of uh, get that target fixation on solving one problem, which was that departure angle, and then think about the rest of it. So um, say incomplete research, maybe is the best way to describe that. So I did a lot of research, but still incomplete. So did I, I, I can't remember, did I ask if you had researched on any of the uh, the Jeep forums or... Uh, uh, yeah. Was it? Okay, I, good. Okay. Yeah, so the, I, I would have uh, thought I that know. somebody would have jumped in there and said... Yeah, it does this, but it causes this issue, which is uh, something I didn't expect. Well, the, I think what 
the problem was is that I went to Modern Jeeper Forum, which is the metal club site, right? And mm-hmm. I went to Evo's Forum. I went to uh, Wrangler Forum as well. Right. And I found that if I went back and looked at my post when I was kind of chatting about it and got everything, almost everybody that was pro for it was also running Corner Harbor. So, and I wasn't. So I didn't even think about the that. So their tub was protected by the corner armor that they were running. Um, and so they didn't have the same kind of vulnerability I did. I just had factory sheet metal back there. So that was that was part of going back, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. And I go back and relook at some of the posts and some of the research I did, you can see that. Um, but that was that was my uh my first example. The the one I'm looking at now is I really like these metal clothes or metal moto built interfenders, but now I'm starting to look at you know, I saw Bill's got those Falcon adjustable shocks, which I really like. And he, he didn't, I, we had a buddy go with us wheeling this past weekend. He got out of my Jeep and got into Bill's because he wanted to save his back. Because <laughs> mine's a pretty rough ride over the rocks and everything. And Bill's got those really nice Falcons and just soaked up the, the, the rocks. Oh, that's and, interesting. Uh, so I was looking at, you know, a couple different options and, I mean, I think there's things like King Shocks, which changes the adjuster down to the bottom. So I was looking at those, um, you know, but I might have to either heavily modify those those interfender inserts or go with a different one uh, when I change the shocks out. Gotcha. Well, I mean, it, it, a nice ride is is nice, but like I always say, you know, you you can uh, you want a nice ride by a Cadillac. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, if you can put shocks on there and it, it rides better and you like that. Uh, I, I wonder if it's the difference in the suspension between the uh, JK that you have and the JL that Bill has. It might be. I'm running the Metal Cloak Springs. I think he's running Mopar or Rock Crawler. I can't remember which one's Bill's running. I think he's welding right now, so he may not be able to come to it. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> but, no problem. Um, I think uh, I think he's running maybe the Mopar lift springs, which maybe they're a little softer. Um, but those Falcons, you can't you can't stretch that. I've got just the plain Fox 2.0s. And uh, you just put those those new adjustable Falcons where you can make them soft or stiff or whatever um, with the reservoir or no reservoir. Um, so they're uh, <laughs> they're kind of calling my name when we were out there seeing how nice it was was on the on the ride. Oh yeah, well you're you're a a good uh, Jeep salesman uh, target right now. You're uh, you're anxious to uh, uh, get stuff on your Jeep and try it out, which is really cool. Uh, sidebar on this uh how was the uh how how was going out to uh the off-road uh, uh park uh testing was, out all the was, new stuff it was great and in fact we went and did tro and for those of there that were at the texas event that last hill we went up we should not have gone up it we were actually a big sign that says no jeeps allowed to go up that last obstacle the one that guy kind of had to take the bike <laughs> off oh that's an atv trail that's why once we Damn got it, to the Jimmy. top Everybody got pinstriped like crazy because it's actually an ATV trail. Um, so the, the, that's great. We discovered that, but it's not marked very well. So the sign that says no Jeeps is like hidden behind a bush, kind of off the side or whatever. But Bill had gone up in his in his side by side before, so he knew it was like he's like, yeah, you can't go up that. I'm like, well, we did last time. <laughs> so I'm sorry, a sign with no Jeeps is un-American. Hey, Amen. But <laughs> we went. We found that a lot of good stuff. We might. We're going to go back out there in a couple of weeks to, to map it out again. We did find a piece of bad news, and that is the um, that Zip's house or whatever. You can't put tents up around it. And there's no tent spots allowed uh, in that area. It's RVs only. It, uh, so wow, that sucks. You can put tents, I think, like on like the porch of Zip's house because we saw those up there. 
um, but you can't like have them around it like in the other campsites. So your tent folks are going to be over. Your primitive camping is going to be on one side over by the general store, and then Zip's house is on the other end. So, so, so that whole trail we we went out on on, on TRO that whole section where we got all the nice souvenirs that was that was a uh, side by side only, huh? It was, in fact, right there at the bottom of that hill. If you if right off to the left, there was a small little cut that puts you back down into the creek bed. That was the TRO mm -hmm. trail. That was the Jeep part of the TRO trail. But it wasn't easy to see. And um, so you kind of had to backtrack a little bit and then go down this little little cut that would put you in there. Um, you would have been okay if you had stayed in the creek bed originally, which we stayed in the creek bed quite a bit this last trip. Um, I, I think you could do it, Andrew. There's probably going to be some areas where your armor is going to get really tested out pretty hard. But there's nothing That's I saw I there that was like... No way you're not going to do it. Plus, there's a lot of bypasses, which makes it a really great trail because you can take a lot of folks down there and you've got the road that runs parallel and then you got the creek bed. So, and there's a lot of ways to get out of the creek bed. So, if you do look at the obstacle, you give it a shot and you're like, nope, not for me. You can always go back and hit the, uh, the bypass. I can see though where gladiators might have a rough time with the <laughs> overhang because there's a lot of <laughs> stuff. And then the part that kind of made me nervous that we bypassed was there's like a really, really off-camera section with a high ledge where you were like really leaned over, kind of going for a long stretch. That part makes me a little, I'm, I'm not a fan of that, but the rock gardens are fun. Sounds really cool. I'm glad those, uh, that everything worked out uh, well for you, John. So anybody else, do you have, uh, have you ever removed a modification for your from your Jeep? And if so... Uh, why and uh, perhaps one that is uh, multi hundred or even a, th a thousand or more. Uh, I mean, have you have you ever gone with uh, with uh, maybe some uh, differential gears that was uh, too low and you went, oh no, that's that's way too much fun. I gotta I gotta put the three seventy threes back in it. I guess yeah, nobody I guess. can identify well, with that. Well, if, if if no one's gonna answer, I mean, I know you told me to be quiet, Tony, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wow! Actually, I, who knew that would work? <laughs> and this is why we laugh. <laughs> but uh, I, I, actually, I think it's it's just a part of jeeping, right? I mean, there, there's been thousands and thousands of dollars that I put into a jeep, and you think just like what John was saying, like oh, you know, revolver shackles are the way to go, or quarter elliptical suspension is the way to go, and and then you find out, man, that's that's actually not right for my application. It might be right for somebody else's, but that's not going to work for me. And you go back to, you know, a spring under, or you decide to go a spring over. I mean, I, I know that all of my analogies are old school because I don't have any new, but I mean, that's how jeeping was started. You know, back in the sixties and seventies, there was no forums. There was no internet. There was no talk show host talking about it. It was just a bunch of guys going, Hey, I'm going to try this thing. And a bunch of guys watching going, wow, that's really stupid. And then <laughs> either it worked, either it worked, which, you know, we'll just say, you know, 50% of the time it worked well. And 50% of the time it was an unnecessary modification that got taken off. But I've done it a ton of times. And I, I don't know that there's anybody out there that doesn't have 10 to 12 plus years in, you know, in windshield time is what I like to call it that hasn't undone something and gone back to some, some other modification or, or back even to stock. I mean, I, I think it's just a part of jeeping, really. Yeah, oh, 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 speaking of modification, making modification and then uh, taking it off, 
Have you decided to stay with a carburetor on your, I think it was a scrambler that you were trying to do <laughs> fuel injection on? Have, have you decided that that's just uh, not going to work? No, I, I bought a whole nother set. So I, on, uh, on Sunday, I no was it? Sa- I think it was Saturday. I, I took Saturday off of work. Sunday I was hauling equipment. So it was Saturday. I went over there. I went to the Jeep and, uh, we just wanted to play with it a little bit. I was getting some kind of weird error, you know, 21 error code. And uh, I turned the key on the scrambler and it was 100% dead. And I've got dual Optima batteries. I've never had any problems with power. And whatever the Holly system did when they remapped it and gave it back to me, fried a bunch of internal wiring, I guess. Oh, we don't God. really know. And it dr- it made a direct short. So a direct short will drain both you know, all your battery, every power that you have. Sure. I mean, it just drained everything. And once Optima batteries are drained, really, they're very difficult to go back. So uh, I, um, I didn't even have a beer, not even one. And I just <laughs> took it all out. I gutted, I gutted everything, all the wiring, all the computer system, all the fuel injection. I gutted it. Went back to Holly. I bought a new fuel injection minus the ignition. That's coming on Thursday. We're going to install it again and put the old ignition back in. I have emailed Holly multiple times since then. I'm now going to just start working up the chain. And I'm going to mail everything that I have currently that's fried. I'm going to mail it to Holly and ask them for my money back. Because the fuel injection worked great until I started going with the ignition portion of the fuel injection, right? Which will, you know, change the timing depending on RPM levels and things like that, right? I mean, uh, of course, timing always gets changed via the vacuum or uh, electronic. And I wanted to get rid of the old mechanical vacuum style and go with the um, computer guided electric style for, you know, response and, you know, and things like that, because it's more of a a quarter mile, eighth mile drag strip style ignition and and timing. But um, I I think, t- to be honest with you, Tony, and you would actually know more about this because of your radio prowess. But I think that radio frequency interference is is making a huge screw up with this because the jeeps are so old, and I just don't think that they have the ability to. To operate this system does that make sense i'm trying to think of it um you're talking about rf energy coming from the the computer and that that technology right and and even even the rf energy that's coming from the jeep itself because of ground issues or cb issues or radio issues because it's not a perfectly wired vehicle i mean it's a 1981 that's been modified 10 15 times over right so the wiring is never going to be right in an old CJ. You're, you're never going to have perfect wiring. And I guess with this Holly system, radio frequency interference is a huge issue. Like if you have anything going on, it just, the computer doesn't know what to do. And it just starts going haywire. And I, I mean, case in point, that's what mine did. I mean, mine ramped out at, you know, 3,800 RPM at an idle. And then just it caught on fire and blew the top end of the motor off. I mean, that's kind of a bad ordeal, right? <clears throat> and they're they're all saying it's radio frequency interference. Yeah. That's interesting. I, I, that's not what I would expect. I mean, it would require quite a bit of uh, of wattage to to cause that kind of an issue. 
grounding I could see uh, and uh, maybe uh, maybe I guess maybe if the the grounding wasn't uh, proper but uh, you, you would have to have a transmitter pretty close by and at a high wattage I think that, to cause you some issues um, yeah I, I, I don't know but it's gutted now I mean it's sitting on painless? the bench have you ever heard of painless yeah, so we, we actually, my, my yellow CJ7 that I, I gave away to my friend, uh, it had a painless wiring system in it. And what they did not do is take out all of the old system when they did the painless wiring system. And it actually was a giant pain in the ass. It took us three and a half days just to get the damn thing running correctly when I because I bought it and then gave it to him. Um, that was a nightmare, that wiring on that Jeep. But we got it. We got it going with lots of uh, lots of patience. Lots of yeah, yeah. Wiring is always that way. I mean, pretty much anything electrical is this can can really uh, try your yeah. uh, your belief in uh, having the vehicle, especially if there's issues without uh, that you can't uh, trace down. And it's wire. You never know; it could be broken on the inside or touching and not touching. Yep. So, yep. well, sorry to but, hear about that. I'm I'm hopeful that you'll be able to get that uh, that thing working, and uh, I'm I'm sure you will. But my gosh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, Holly, it just seems like you know that's a great brand. I'm just surprised that. It, oh, uh, I mean, they really they're the creme de la creme, and in, in in drag strip type scenarios that you're taking older vehicles and you're turning them into hot rods and drag strip. Holly really has their stuff, you know, on point, but. It's this darn ignition system, which is kind of a newer thing for Holly, from my understanding, especially with the application that we're doing. I mean, it, we, we might say it's, you know, a half a dozen years old or, 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 or maybe a little bit more, but I don't know that it is. And I just don't think in my application it's, it's right, you know, is because. A, you have a small block in there, the small block Chevy? Yeah. Uh-huh. So yeah. The, I know uh, I was talking to a buddy of mine about this the other day because he builds cars for movie sets in Atlanta. Like not necessarily hot rods, not like just like souped up hot rods, but like period pieces that look like they're from that period, so he can rent them out to productions to have background cars. That's awesome. And um, he said that the sniper kit. What a lot of people don't know is it actually comes with a default tune. That default tune is for a small block Chevy. That's that's basically what it is. So if you leave it a hundred percent alone, that's that it should it should work for any small block Chevy off the off the charts just by right and. And it did, and it did. So I, I ran the the Holly Sniper kit on the Scrambler for six or seven months, and it was spectacular. But what I wanted is I wanted to gut my distributor and the ignition system and make the aftermarket Holly ignition system with the Holly Sniper kit. And the computer will will start changing all your timing. Because remember, in the beginning of all this, that's, I, I think I was talking to you guys about this about two months ago when I was just new to the internet. And when I would take it on the road, I mean, I, I have four ten gears and a five speed, right? It, it's a, it's a rocket go-kart, but then I've got the four to one kit and a 7.6 to first gear, right? So I would go down the road and it would, throw a bunch of fuel at it and it would be absolutely spectacular. And then I would go to rock crawl and I'm 111 to one. And then it would start having a bunch of hiccups because the computer is constantly learning. Well, if you, in, if you actually throw that extra thing in there with the ignition, it'll change the timing and it'll compensate for that. It's, unfortunately, we just can't get it to work. 
and we've we've now tried three different systems so we're just going to get rid of it all and go back to just regular you know over the counter the ignition which i have it because we have a lot of these motors but yep well i'm glad you covered that because that was going to be my, my question as far as the ignition system why you were uh, throwing in that layer of complexity, especially if it was working uh, before, but obviously it wasn't working the the best way you thought it could. The, the same reason that John changed his Evo to a different rear end is I got so focused in on one problem that I didn't stand back and take the whole picture. Uh, well, it's I'm the thing that you were, it, it, it was the thing that you were just saying, right? You did a mo modification and you found, ah, Dang it. You know, I spent an extra, I don't know how much it is. It's not, it's not that much, but of course that's relative, mm -hmm. but I, I spent this extra, you know, percentage of my income for this, this application. It's not the correct application for my needs. So we're going to gut it, put it back to the way, the way it used to be. And it'll work just fine. Yep. Well, well, you know, some people would just say, damn it, I'm going to, I'm not going to admit I'm wrong. <laughs> and I'll, and I'll <laughs> That's just how move, I've been. And I'll last, just move I've been forward. I've for the last six weeks, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I've been there for the last six weeks. I've been, I've been fighting it. Well, you don't want to give up too just, soon. You know, you want to be able to work through it right. if you can. And I, and I love modifications. Like, I mean, the Jeep is where it's at now because engineers decided to modify, right? I mean, and, and my, I have an engineering mind. I absolutely, I love fabricating and, and and always testing the limits that's why jeeps are so absolutely spectacular off-road compared to how they were when they started right so to me this is you know everyone kept asking me well why you know, if it ain't broke don't fix it well got it i'm a farmer and a rancher as well but i mean come on man i mean that's that's the breed of the jeepers mentality of let's push the limits of you know is this is this practical or not i mean let, let's keep moving on and and trying something new and then I got the, I mean, I got the Texas event coming, you know, I mean, we're getting, we're getting down to the wire for a guy like me. I mean, we're two months away. I mean, I've got, you know, we're, we're I think, what are we taking four Jeeps down there? Like shit, we better, we better get the scrambler up and going and kick it off to the side and get another one in here and start building the road cage, you know? Oh, and with as much hell as you give everybody on the discord and here on the zoom meeting, if that I scrambler know. ain't perfect, you're going to hear about it the whole oh, weekend. I would be real. Oh, I've, I've got a bag. I got a bag of shit ready to throw. Right. So I, I've actually, I, I'm going to start highlighting all the rust in it, so John can just keep poking all of his fingers right through the tub into where my feet are. And I'm like, hey, I'm at the same place you are, man. I don't have the fancy shit, but I'm we're at the same damn rock with the same picture. I mean, you know, come on. After the moth, I don't I'll think John could, John could poke fun of anyone for a while. <laughs> Dude, that was scary as shit. Still there. I mean, it's still there. I'm looking I, at right I would go with a mothman sighting myself if I was you, John. <laughs> so has anybody else had a modification? I know we've uh, we've spoken a lot about this, but I want to make sure everybody that uh, has done a modification and removed it. And I'm glad Chuck mentioned that, that it's just, that's kind of jeeping. That's what you, you try things. They don't work out. You try something else uh, or <laughs> you give up. But I don't really think there's any Jeepers out there that just give up and, and go buy a, a Bronco or a Prius. No one's had a modification they, uh, they went with and wow. removed. I think Larry had one. I thought he was about to say something. Yeah, no. We've, we've stuck with them come hell or high water so far. <laughs> yeah, Larry has been perfect from day one because he me. only no, talks no. about Jeeps. He can <laughs> I'm not saying that I... 
I haven't replaced it yet. I'm not saying that I won't, but that wasn't a question. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, didn't you uh, didn't you add a modification of putting a an inboard tire carrier in your tail that you removed shortly after? Yeah, but I only did that because I was trying to sell it, and the shipping cost to send it send it out was been too much to wait for shipping to come down. Mm. All right, well, it wasn't a. I guess I got one. This is Dalton in DFW. Um, I'd light bars on my KL, but I had to take them off because my HOA president uh, got butt hurt and made me. You're kidding me! What? How? How what? in the world? Uh, what, what? So we got your in, house. So they got into a big thing. They said that uh, the lights were too bright. We never turned them on. And it got to a point where they called the cops on us. And the cops said, yeah, you either remove them or I cite you. Because he said they have too lights, many lights on your Jeep? Yeah, like those little light bars. You couldn't put a quick, you couldn't put a quick disconnect. I just know this from my uh, time with uh, call on Land Rover in New Jersey was New Jersey's New Jersey. And the FJ was technically illegal because it had a light above the headlamp. But the guys there would run a quick disconnect. And if they got stopped, they would just show it's disconnected. It's off-road only. And the police you know, couldn't I, do anything about it. You know, I didn't have the quick disconnect on there. Um, I should have, but I didn't. And, you know, at that point, I was I was so pissed off, I was ready to kick the shit out of my president. The oh, HOA yeah. president. Yeah, it's time to move, man. <laughs> yeah, fly your American flag on your dang U-Haul as you leave. Oh, they've gotten on to me about that one too. <laughs> like, wait, they've, what? They've, wait, I thought you lived in Dallas. Yeah, I was about to DFW. say. I thought this was Texas. Yeah, uh, they told us we had a, a flag up. I also had the uh, United States Army flag up as well, and they told us to take them both down because a neighbor complained and said it was offensive. I beat the people, dog piss out of everyone. Man, that's when like houses start to spontaneously combust. Amen. Well, it's, uh, that's what, you know, there's a lot of people moving into Dallas. Let's leave it at that. Yeah, I, let's just say I wasn't too happy about it. And it had to, my wife had to calm me down because I was ready to march over to his house and give him a piece of my mind. That's when you buy a bigger flag. Amen. You were, you were forced yeah. to remove a mod then. Yeah, from a, that's nuts a, a, to me. A home governing body that's managing your vehicle. That I, I think that cop that talked to you was full of shit. I do too. I, yeah, I don't think. Yeah, that he. It, you no, can put there, anything you not, want on there. Nothing. Unless you hit the on switch, you're not violating anything. Actually, right. in the state of Texas, it is actually now a citable offense to have a quote unquote fifth light on the front of your vehicle as a reason to pull you over and give you a ticket. So if it's that's not what he said. That's, the, uh, he said it was considered a commercial vehicle. vehicle. You can no longer in the state of Texas have that legally. Yeah, oh, not legally, but you'll get cited for it. Sucks. I mean, I, I have an F three fifty with a with a sixty inch light bar on the front. Have I ever been pulled over? No. But it seems odd because I mean, every other Jeep you see around driving around has a light bar on it, right? I mean, they put those before lockers. It, it, right? <laughs> it's a reason to pull you over. It's, it's another reason to pull you over is all it really is. And cite yeah. you if you're just being an absolute dickhead. But I can see if you're running around flashing people with the lights or whatever. Sure. Anything else. But, I mean, if you don't have the on switch, they're on. That's just decoration. They're not even wired. I don't know what you're talking about. 
But now you got to put a full, just a fake one up there, a piece of wood painted to look like one that's put on there just to piss them off. <laughs> that's not a bad idea. <laughs> so, so, Dalton, I, my my assumption, yes, Dalton, is you live in a subdivision? Yes. Dang that's, where most, that's where most of us have to end up moving around here if you live in the metro areas and work around here. Really? You can't afford to move anywhere else. Like, I mean, it's... Especially recently, the prices have gone to the roof. Yeah, so you'd, you'd probably need yeah, a half I million mean, to a million dollars to be able to live on like an acre, uh, a piece of property, and uh, oh yeah, you know, so not have to deal with half HOA. a million dollars to get a third of an acre, Dalton, a two thousand square foot house anymore. Yeah, so, so Nick. Dalton, I would love Dalton, I would love to chat with you about some land that I have and a guy that built some houses. <laughs> and I can tell you right now that in can in the state of Kansas, if you have forty acres, your agriculture and your tax exempt. And I can sell you that and build you a house and a shop on it with a pond and deer hunting land. I'm just so, going to throw that out there right now. Chuck well, Kansas. <laughs> next, time, yeah. next, next time you go mudding, get mud on the Jeep, pull it in the front lawn, and wash it off in the front lawn. Yeah. Just, that's that's how I get even with them. Just to piss them or, off. Or you get all your buddies with light bars and go through the neighborhood with the light bars on. Yeah. Well, that would just give them ammunition, right? I mean, you, you don't want to give them the, the satisfaction of being retarded. Hey, uh, just got you know, the, like just right now. So the round two off-road shop I go through, the guy that's got the big Jeep on 43s and all that and everybody else, they're going to show up for the event, Tony. Oh, great. They're going to they're, – they're, they're uh, members and stuff out there, so they're going to help us with uh, trail guides. So we won't ha I won't have to leave. So they can help run the, uh, all the various. They know them inside and out. They go out there all the time. So John, John, don't think you're don't think you're getting out of leading. You you already picked the short straw last time you did it. You're not getting out of it. Well, I, and but you have I mean, to barbecue. Chuck, Chuck gives me shit. Yeah, on you have to barbecue. I want to hear what he gives them on forty threes. That's that's what I'm. <laughs> hey, you have to barbecue in a thong as well. Chuck will give anybody a hard time for any reason. I could just see Jesus yeah, I mean, coming I, back, the second coming, and, and Chuck's all over that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it, where the hell have you been? <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be awesome to have some some like people that can help us with the trail guides because they they've been there's not one trail there that they haven't been down. They don't know, so they can say, "Hey, yeah, yeah you can do that" or whatever. And, it, uh, it'll be interesting to see what they have to say. I mean, when they look at the different variations of jeeps, they might be like, "Yeah, I know." No, you yeah. you don't. You don't have a Jeep shop lead a trail, you know, lead a, oh, uh, leave the ground because good point. <laughs> all you're doing is encouraging that, you know, they're just bringing in business. Right. So yeah. it happened to me. <laughs> yeah. you know, like next thing you know, it's like, I need this, 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 and this, and this, because the trails are so, yeah. not a good See, idea. This trail, this is where you need this body armor right here. <laughs> I could fix that yeah. for you. Uh, I've been with them before. This is why you need 37s. I've been out they with them. Have to. They're, they're good. They're good guys. They will. They will. Uh, they won't shy away from well, the hard obstacles, though. So if nothing else, well, it'll yeah, be a show. Look at all the work you've sent them. It <laughs> <laughs> <That> is true. <laughs> yeah, they get more work for putting on that uh, that rear bumper than they thought they were getting too. They did. They did. They they had no idea it was that that involved. It was kind of funny. Anyway, just got that on my phone like two seconds ago. That's why I wanted it. There. Very cool. I well, think I'm it's going to be a big event. And I don't know if you, uh, if, if you guys, this is your first time listening or first time hearing about the event. We're uh, doing a Jeep Talk Show Off-Road Texas event, the uh, the second one, on uh, June the 4th. Uh, and uh, yeah. that'll be, I think, June the, the 3rd 
uh, fourth and fifth is where we're going to be there. But the, really, the all the shenanigans I'll say uh, are going to be on the fourth. And uh, uh, Chuck is uh, our primary reason for picking that time because that's when he wanted to come. And damn it, we all want to see Chuck because uh, Chuck's a, a yeah. big a big part of the Zoom room and the uh, the Discord server. So you can tell that uh, Chuck is Chuck is fun. So. <laughs> Be a great time. Only when we're drinking or not drinking. Yeah. <laughs> so. Awesome. John, I never John, I never did get a hold of you the other day. Uh, my my damn Peterbilt broke down, so we were trying to fix all that. We ended up using a Freightliner to get my my equipment down. But, uh, I definitely I need to chat with you about the steer because uh, we're coming out of winter and I need to butcher that thing here pretty soon so we can have we can provide the beef for the show well that's uh so, that's um, that's important you know, people's but, ears just perked up what was what was tony talking about that event what no. was that event again what, what day was that <laughs> yeah it's june, june 3rd 4th and 5th and 2nd and 6th uh if you're really excited no i heard free giveaways uh, no i'm actually uh we're gonna be i'm gonna be fire up the smoker on thursday night and yes. do the all night smoke of a brisket and a few other things and yep. have those out yep. there. And then we're going to try to do some uh, fajitas for everybody to, to kind of grab and go. So yep. I think bottom line is we're going to feed you. you yeah, we're and it's home. It's homegrown beef out of Kansas. I'm I'm a full, fully functioning uh, rancher with That's lots of me. little bastards that cost me a lot of money. But I'm going to give uh, a 2021 uh, what year is it? 2022. Yeah, it's a it's just a yearling steer, and we're gonna slaughter it so uh, John can have all the beef that he wants. And then Wayne Thennison, well, I shouldn't say Thennison. I, Wayne, the guy here, he's coming <laughs> with us also, and uh, he's gonna be bringing his CJ7 and his two smokers, so we can help John smoke everything that he needs. And yeah, fully, fully. All we need now food. is uh, we need some Overlander to show up with a scuttle. Then we're set, right? That's what a, in the F is a scuttle? <laughs> I heard that the other time. And someone said it was like a dong or something. Like, I don't a, quite understand. It's essentially a plow disc with a propane burner underneath it. Yeah, pretty much. So yeah, it's a cast iron. It's, so it's a cast iron skillet. Ah. It's, it's a flat walk. Yeah, it's a flat walk. Yeah, that's a good way of something. Yeah. Which means it's a skillet. <laughs> Well, skillet's like, on the bottom. What do you guys have to make up all this fancy shit for? It's a fucking skillet. It's, it's an overlanding skillet. You, you gotta have it's an overlanding. Overlanding anything. <laughs> so, oh my god! I finally Tony decided. Beat me out, could you? <laughs> I finally decided uh, what uh, what overlanding is. Overlanding is when you go someplace in your your vehicle, preferably a jeep, and you take a sandwich with you. So that's oh. overlanding. <laughs> I thought it's called cooking it on a scuttle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I guess you could cook. You could cook it where you where you go. So I just want to mention real quick: it is just amazing to me that John is willing to you know to cook all this meat, uh, and, and Chuck is willing to uh, donate a, a steer. I, I think we may need Jesus in the second coming, though, if we have as, as many people as I think we're coming, so he can take the meat and tear it apart so we can feed everybody. <laughs> I oh, mean, no, I know a steer is a lot of meat, but I'm getting a little nervous as we, far as uh, hey guys, come too. come have this great uh, this great food. Oh no, Chuck, you, I, that you're doing more than enough. Oh no, all right, be, it'll I be. Mean, how, how many pounds come out of this year? 
you'll be surprised how much we got. So, I'll, I mean, you know, a good, you can even run like a 12 to 14 pound brisket with the point and the flat. You're going to get plenty, like slice a little bit thinner on the brisket yeah. style. And then when you do so, the first steak for the, the, or the flank steak, I mean, for the, the fajitas, um, that's going to go a long way, right? I'm going to, I'm yeah, going to so, go, I don't know if what, I have them down in Houston, Tony, but we have a place of Rosie's that does the fresh tortillas. So they're out of West Texas a lot. So Andrew's shaking his head. He knows what I'm talking about. So we'll stop. Hey, you got to bring, bring the, you got to bring the tongue and cut it up for all the dogs. Are gonna be. No, God, no, we can bring whatever you want. No. I mean, but no. Another thing, John, what, what, what Wayne, Wayne asked, because I, I, I was hoping to provide, you know, some, some T-bone steaks and stuff. And Wayne was like, man, we can just cut that backstrap right out of that steer, just like we do a deer. And he goes, man, that would be so good. Oh, yeah. That's between, I mean, that's, that's all on you guys. But I, I mean, I, I mean, I thought for all the, the, you know, th those of us that are going to be there, you know, Thursday night, we might have a, just a shit ton of T-bones, too, too, because to cook a T-bone is nothing, right? But and we, no, we can... a hot grill. That's all you yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, I think the last time that... Well, we, we butcher a couple cows a year, and I think the last... We got like 20-something T-bones out of it. My God. You know, I mean, that... I mean, it, it doesn't cost me really anything, because these are just extra, extra steers that... I, I couldn't take the market. I mean, it's not well, choice. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, it ain't choice. Especially if it's pulled pulled beef, it doesn't need to be choice, right? It, who cares? So we'll probably bring um, we'll probably bring enough stuff to make some breakfast tacos in the morning because they're very easy to grab and go. And uh, sure. you know, if we're camping there, we can all show up and make them on the event Saturday yeah. morning. So we'll have that. So we can do you know. Like you said, we, we show up at the event, we'll feed you. You won't go hungry. Long, unless, yeah, you're, absolutely. unless you're a vegetarian, then you might go hungry because we haven't mentioned anything about <laughs> there's, tortillas. Well, there's, there's bushes and grass there's there, tortillas. you know, tortillas, at the yeah. hidden. Yeah, hidden, you, you can have a ball. tortilla with some, with some scottle salsa. on it. Some salsa. Some yeah, peppers. What's the, what's the temperature out there in June in Hidden uh, Falls? Probably 6,000 like degrees. This weekend's going to be 86 here. So, I mean, I would think that you're probably looking at the mid nineties, uh, mid 75 all the time. It's perfect weather. 75. <laughs> what about <laughs> a night of shit? You're probably looking at mid nineties in the day and you're probably looking at maybe upper seventies at night. If we're lucky, that's probably what God, yeah, I mean, it, so doesn't, it doesn't pull off to like super late in, in the evenings. Yeah. Once the sun goes down. So once the sun goes uh, down, I need to lose weight. right before the alarm goes <laughs> off. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, that's about when it cools down. <laughs> but I mean, we yeah. do have if you if you're if you get on the Discord server, we do have a uh, a channel specifically for the event. So if you got questions or ideas or anything, what channel fact, is that? You're it's in there. You're, you've commented JTS something. Off Road Events. Yes, JTS yeah. Off Road Events. But we can actually build a we we can actually you know kind of create like a quick reference sheet on Google. I can throw it out there and link it. So if anybody's got specific questions or something like that, you know, here's here's the food that we're planning on. So as always, the conversation continues in the Zoom meeting, and you can be part of the entire conversation, which really may carry on for another hour or so. <laughs> but we're not going to record and put that out on uh, uh, for everybody to hear. It sometimes get, gets a little rowdy, so you need to come and join in and uh, join in on the fun. Hopefully you've enjoyed the, uh, the, the show tonight. Uh, I know that we've had some uh, issues as far as uh, – uh, making references to things that nobody's 
that, that unless you're a, a hardcore Jeep talk show fan, you don't uh, know what we're talking about. So I uh, ho- hope we uh, didn't do that to you tonight, but it's uh, we want everybody to to join in and uh, not be have anybody excluded. So please don't take it that we're uh, trying to be clickish or uh, uh, only certain people standing around that uh, that water fountain uh, in the, uh, on Monday morning talk about what they did on the weekend. So uh, again, you can be part of the Zoom room, uh, part of the meeting. We record uh, every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. Central Time. And if you go to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact, you can scroll on down and uh, see the, uh, the link and the password, which is Jeep, uh, to get into our Zoom meeting. And you are more than welcome. There's, oh, you can, there's so many ways that you can join. I mean, whether it's your smartphone, uh, your, uh, your PC, your Mac, uh, your tablets, all those things will work with Zoom. And you can get in here and, you know, you don't have to talk. You can just join in and listen. Uh, and uh, I, I suspect, though, after a while, you're going to want to at least say something, uh, get your opinion in there as well. And uh, we give each other a hard time, but everybody uh, is more than welcome to, to, to speak and say what you have to think. So, uh, again, jeeptalkshow.com slash contact, and would love to have you there. And you can also uh, find out more information uh, about the, uh, the Discord server at that same location and uh, get more information about the, uh, the, the Jeep Talk Show Off-Road Texas event uh, that's coming up here in June, on June the 4th. So until next week, uh, for our next Roundtable episode, uh, we will say good night and thanks for joining us. Podcasting since 2010.